Welcome, welcome to the first ever bonus episode of the Picture Imperfect podcast. So if you listened to last week's episode with Sheila, you heard us talking about how I actually did a coaching call with Sheila before we recorded our podcast episode. And I thought starting a podcast about vulnerability isn't vulnerable enough. Let's also let everyone in on my coaching call with Sheila. (laughs) So we decided to record it so that If any of you are wondering, what the heck is a coaching call like? Is it for me? Is it something that would help me? Um, Then I can at least give you guys a little tiny taste of how the conversation went, what we talked about, and sort of what the takeaways were. Um, I'm hoping to keep it around 10 or 15 minutes of a recap, really, of what happened in the phone call and uh, let you guys kind of be a fly on the wall. So just a little background on the call. This was Sheila's Ground to Grow Accelerator course. So she had me fill out a questionnaire before the phone call, sort of evaluating different pieces of my life. Um, And then as you're going to hear, she asks me to kind of pick one to focus on during the call. Um, I'm going to pop in and out and give you guys a couple other explanations about sort of what we talked about and summarize it so that you don't have to listen to the full hour phone call. Anyway, in case you're interested, here is how my coaching call went with Sheila. This is like the get your toes wet. Okay. Um, get your feet wet, as they say. But you're really taking a plunge in this way, too. All right. I guess I should have worn my swimsuit, but I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine wear your bathing suit, bring a towel, we're jumping yeah. in. <laughs> so, what we're going to do first in this Ground to Grow Accelerator is discuss key takeaways from the life assessment that I sent you. And as I mentioned, I'll share my screen with you, uh, including the area, or as you wrote, areas that are most alive for you at this moment. (laughs) I loved it. We'll identify your vision of success, which you touched on a little bit of this as you went through the assessment, which I loved, um, and get to the root of why you might be feeling stuck or craving a change. And then you'll walk away with some different action steps and I'll I'll also share any other resources um, that I might have for you to leave from a place of alignment and intentionality as you go forward. Can't wait to feel both uncomfortable and comfortable at the same time. That's my expectation that I'm going to have to talk about some uncomfortable things and then be comfortable with them. Beautiful. I love it. So we're going to start by taking a breath. Okay. Okay. So you can keep your eyes open and find a focal point where you can close them. Allow yourself to release the space between your eyebrows, your jaw, your shoulders, and then your kind of mid-core area, your heart space and your gut. Once you've gone through the process of bringing awareness to those areas, take a deep, deep inhale in, exhale, release. And before you open your eyes, simply notice if any sort of Color, intention, sensation rises to the surface as that is all information to bring to the floor. If anything does come up for you, feel free to share it. For whatever reason, I'm feeling the color orange when you just said Mm. that. And then the word that came in to my mind was permission today. Wow. I don't know if it was like permission to take those two breaths for myself, Mm. you know, like those 12 seconds to myself or permission to do something that I've been avoiding or worried about doing, but that that was what came up. <laughs> Beautiful. 
orange feels like sunshine to me. Spring is on the way, you know. So, but orange also feels a little like yellow, like proceed with caution, but Mm -hmm. proceed. So maybe that's Mm -hmm. the permission of like, it doesn't have to be like 110 Mm -hmm. mile per hour green light go. It's like a, Here's your I'm permission to all do the meaning you're pulling from it. something <laughs> to do something with yeah. the permission, but it doesn't have to be, you know, perfect. Mm-hmm. Not to uh, bring it back to my perfectionism obsession currently. Yeah. But. So, what we're going to do is hone in on one specific area, acknowledging that you are a multidimensional person and you have mm-hmm. all these different aspects. After our conversation, after the conversation that we've already have, if you think about environment, growth and learning, spirituality, health and wellness, which one is calling its name more to you? I guess my answer is the thing that makes me the most uncomfortable to have to talk about is spirituality. So we should probably talk about it. I'm so (laughs) proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Okay, I'm back to narrate (laughs) how the call went. Um, So as you can see, Sheila uses a lot of mindfulness to bring into her coaching calls, which really helped me sort of drown out any of the background noise about, you know, like my to-do list and all the things I have to do for the rest of the day or the week or the month so that I could really focus on some of the questions that she was asking me. Um, So after we decided to focus on spirituality as our topic of the conversation, we talked a lot about sort of what blockages I have around that word, why that word seemed to bother me for whatever reason. Um, So we go back and forth on that for quite a while and sort of landed on the topic of how powerful language can be and how we use words to put labels on ourselves. Um, So one of the things Sheila asks me to do during that part of the phone call is come up with a different word that feels better than spirituality for something like manifesting. And then we talked a lot about how I'm kind of like not all the way bought into manifesting because I have this hang up around it about why I don't deserve good things to happen to me if I don't do anything to deserve them, that I feel like I have to keep being the hamster on the hamster wheel to get anything good in life. So to me, I was having a hard time with the word manifesting as well, because it was this idea to me that like, I'm supposed to sit down and wish that good things happen to me without um, doing anything to get it in return. Um, So after we talked a lot about some of that stuff, we ended up in this next part of the conversation that I wanted to share with you because I thought it was really interesting how we weaved all of that together in just a 45-minute conversation. Getting back to your vision of success in this area, though, is how might, what resources do you already have at your disposal that could be powerful in making this happen? On the assessment, you gave me two superpowers, your empathy and sensitivity, your ability to Mm -hmm. listen really well, um, and also your creativity. Mm-hmm. You can maybe select one of those things, but since we jumped into spirituality versus environment and growth and learning, I wanted to give you an opportunity to pull up any other superpowers you might have. Oh, did you read my response to that one? Literally, I wrote, woof, I have to talk about nice things to about myself, and that's how I feel I at this that. moment. Um, I mean, empathy is like my usual go-to, like see it as a negative a lot of times, but I recognize that it's a superpower. I guess it's that I would consider myself pretty compassionate and open-minded to other people, but not 
this is like a, this is a double answer. It's like something that I can recognize in myself that I'm good at towards others, but something I recognize that I'm not good at self-compassion because as a perfectionist, the antidote to so many of the issues that come from that is self-compassion. So Mm -hmm. I guess it's the answer is sort of channeling the compassion I know I have for other people and learning how to use it as a self superpower tool. <laughs> that didn't make I sense. Love that. I you love that. You know what that. I'm you saying? You already have. Yes. Cause I'm like this total vision just came to my mind of like you shooting compassion, like out of your body. <laughs> and it's like, you can kind of redirect where that, that energy is going. Yeah. Just you set up a mirror yourself. in front of one of those lasers so that it yeah. can bounce back at yeah. me. Just, yeah. And I'm going to bring the color orange back in. Maybe that color is orange. And I do think some of it is that that same like um, hustle culture mindset that I am in just from having my own business and from being sort of type A perfectionist with anxiety mm-hmm. is that I, you know, and I think another problem with anxiety is that you convince yourself that your thoughts and actions are directly correlated and responsible for everything that happens in your life, even if that's not mm. necessarily true. <laughs> so I um, am very interested in the idea that that I can break that narrative and that it's actually pretty simple. And I re- I do really like the idea that you had mentioned of like, if I took the word spirituality and if right now in my life that word itself feels triggering in some way. I don't have to use that word to describe the things that I can do to still benefit from improving my practice. So I like, I really like that concept. And what you've also just like remembered and and pulled up from the beginning of our session is you said allowing it to come in. And and again, that word permission is just like blasting Mm -hmm. in my face. (laughs) It's just, I know I, I am, I'm really sensing that I'm feeling that and you are kind of extrapolating the effects of stillness or presence or spirituality or whatever you want to call it to the different areas of your life. And how powerful is that? Language is powerful. Language is so powerful. And even that, you know, one time that, uh, sometimes we like to qualify ourselves as like, I am not this kind of person. Mm Mm-hmm. Or this is hard for me. And that keeps I actually, us playing small. So just to walk you through what I would do on a typical call for this as well is I would basically pick out some of the major themes that I saw. So things about um, some of your core beliefs, I have to work hard in order to earn money or in order to be mm-hmm. successful or in order to deserve, I have to work hard. Um, mm-hmm. Some patterns around fear of failure, uh, a big objective around surrendering control. So glad we're recording this because this is so much goodness. So Um, picking up some things again around kind of like manifesting and money mindset, um, Mm -hmm. holding things close to your heart, money close to your heart or or close to the the chest, you know, and uh, some attachment to the outcome. Uh, or using it as your crutch, as you said, with a, a couple different things. We focused mostly on the house and around like manifesting or spirituality. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, a big theme was also kind of breaking from the narrative, breaking from the narrative of your stories, breaking from the narrative of language. Um, mm-hmm. And so what I would do at this time is just bring these all to the table so you could like jot them down. And then we would explore like, 
the Route to Rise program and how some of these outcomes might be achieved through going through the program. And that was just so cool. It was like I got to like go to work with mom today and watch you work. I loved it. It was so cool. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It was amazing. Your clients must just love you so much. So that is the story of my coaching call with Sheila and the story of how I ended up with an orange mirror. (laughs) Um, So a few takeaways for me after having that call with Sheila and then bringing all of that knowledge sort of to my actual day-to-day was, of course, this color orange, which I'm kind of starting to use in my everyday life if I find myself noticing the color orange because I'm being still and present enough. Not necessarily the word spirituality since we're talking about words and how powerful they are and how if I feel more comfortable talking about being present and mindful instead of being spiritual, then it's really the thought behind the word that counts and not the label of the word. Um, So As I've been moving through my week since that phone call, I've used the color orange as a way to say, oh look, I noticed this color orange around me, I'm being present, and this orange is now giving me permission, which was our big word, to be whatever it is, maybe, I've been subconsciously sort of like holding on to. (laughs) Um, So for example, you know, thinking about the word perfectionist and how much of a label that can seem, especially since, you know, I get on here and talk about it every week on the podcast. um, It really gets me thinking about giving myself the permission to be that multidimensional person that Sheila talked about. I don't have to be just the perfectionist or just a wife or just a friend or just a podcast host or just a photographer. I am all of those things. I have the permission to be all of those things. Um, So I I really loved the way that Sheila and I talked about words and color. um, And I ended up having a really difficult week the week after our phone call that I told Sheila a little bit about in our podcast episode. I ended up cutting it out of the episode because it was a big, long story. Um, But essentially, I was able to implement some of these things that she and I went over in our coaching call and was really able to turn a difficult week around. Um, I wouldn't say it was easy to do, but it was really interesting to use some of these new tools. Um, And one of the things that I did was instead of quote-unquote manifesting, I decided to have a really super positive, hopeful outlook on my COVID vaccine. I had been really nervous and told myself this big, long story and narrative about the idea that I'm always the person who gets an adverse reaction to food, to medicine. You know, it's like an ongoing joke among all my friends. Like, oh, if Katie goes to a high altitude, of course, she's going to get altitude sickness or, you know, something like this vaccine. It's, it would be a joke that it would be very likely that I would be the one to get an allergic reaction to it or something. Um, so I used the color orange. I used the idea that words and narratives are not permanent forever and ever. And I showed up to my appointment trying to be really, really positive about the fact that, hey, maybe I won't be the person that gets an allergic reaction to the vaccine. Um, And it, it really brought me a lot of calm in a time where I usually would have been clinging to those words, those identifier words of, you know, someone with allergies. Don't worry, I did not end up having an allergic reaction and it ended up being a much more pleasant experience than I think it would have been if I hadn't had this call with Sheila. So thank you, Sheila, for making my vaccine process that much less stressful. 
Anyway, it was just such a lovely, wonderful coaching call. I'm so glad that I did it. Thanks so much to Sheila for also being willing to let me (laughs) put this whole conversation out there for everyone to listen in on. So I hope that by sharing this with you guys, at least one or two of you feels comfortable enough or open enough to consider talking to someone, whether it is a coach or a therapist or a friend, these kinds of things that we've all been sort of holding in during this time of isolation. I think it's just really important to be able to talk to someone about it. So hopefully now you know what a coaching call sounds like. If you're interested, you should definitely give Sheila a call. Um, And thank you again so much for sticking with me through this bonus episode. Stay tuned tomorrow for a new episode that is all about the brides and grooms out there and wedding planning while dealing with perfectionism. So I'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks so much.